The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You know, Randy, there are no shortages of top 10 lists out there on this YouTube universe. Mm -hmm. Um, Lots of good bourbons make the list all over the place. A lot of them, the same bourbons. But there are a lot of really good bourbons, great brands that you never see on the list, but everyone loves. Mm -hmm. You want to find out what those are? Stick around. All right, Wes, so recently we did a survey because we like to crowdsource some of our list inside BRTC, Bourbon Real Talk Community. And we asked the people, what were the undervalued bourbons? And as I was going through the data, I started to realize that I was, as I was tallying the votes, that there were a couple of brands that people drink all the time Mm -hmm. that only got one or two mentions. And then there were a handful of the more sexier, more you know, appealing inside the whiskey enthusiast world that got all the votes. Yeah. And it made me think, are there whiskeys out there that the newer people are overlooking simply because they don't make the top 10 list, but everybody drinks them and everybody pretty much thinks they're great. Yeah. I mean, there's, there are to answer your question because a lot of those new folks, what do they do first? They go on YouTube and mm-hmm. they look at top 10 lists and they write those names down in their phone and they go to the liquor store and they find those bottles and they buy those bottles and they form their opinions based on what a lot of these top 10 lists are saying. Mm-hmm. But like you said, a lot of us who experienced whiskey drinkers, those aren't usually our dailies. Mm-mm. No, Very rarely are those top 10 bourbons our daily staple drinks. We typically will be drinking bourbons a lot more often than what you'd find in those top 10. So we're here to talk about those. So further use, we have to do some disclaimers. Mm -hmm. First off, everybody needs to understand that these are going to be widely available products. We're not talking about the allocated stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And they are products that people drink frequently, but for whatever reason, don't stand out in people's minds. Sure. Yeah. These are the the whiskeys you'll find on your next flight. I mean, they're everywhere. Okay. You can find them at the store, find them at the restaurants, find them at any bar. Um, And so... This is something that you should have no trouble finding. It's also important to understand that these are our opinions. This was not necessarily crowdsourced. Everything that's on this list got mentioned by somebody in the undervalued bourbons, but didn't get a bunch of votes. So these are our opinions. If your favorite's not in there, that's totally okay. You don't have to agree with us. Yeah. So let's jump into the brands. Yeah, I think we should get right into it. So my number one, and I get that this is a bourbon list. Yes. Is Jack Daniels. <gasps> right? You just said it was a bourbon. I know I did. Um, and that's my number one reason for why it gets overlooked. Yep. So Jack Daniels is labeled as Tennessee whiskey because it goes through the Lincoln County process. But if you do any research at all or you watch anything on our channel about it, that does not preclude it from being bourbon. Yep. If Jack Daniels were selling its barrels to one of my non-distiller producers, I promise you I would label it as bourbon and the TTB would have no problem approving my label because it is actually legally bourbon. And I think that that might be one of the reasons why it gets overlooked. Uh, A huge brand, a ton of name, a ton of recognition. I think the only one that tops it is uh, Johnny Walker, right? Johnny Walker's the only one. So, I mean, 
it's uh, it's definitely well known. It's everywhere on t-shirts and hats and in every store you've seen. But it doesn't really make those top ten lists, and we think it should. We drink yeah. a lot of it. And so, I, and, and that's my point is that I, I think that people are overlooking some of the newer things that Jack Daniels is doing. Mm. Um, the the Jack Daniels Barrel Proof Single Barrel. Oh man, is an absolute monster. Yep. But I, I worry that because of the mass production of old number seven and the fact that it's only 80 proof and it's not really designed to appeal to the whiskey enthusiast nerd, right? right? Old number seven is supposed to be a daily drinker. It's supposed to be a mixer. It is the, the number one cocktail in the world is old number seven with Coke. Yep. Okay, so when you think of it like that, if you have experienced old number seven and then someone goes, hey, you need to try this new Jack Daniels, it's gonna get overlooked. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You go from that 80 proof to 129 proof uh, single barrel selection from uh, Jack Daniels, your average Jack Daniels drinker is not going to be too excited about that. No. But for the whiskey enthusiast, it is a great pour. Yeah, and I, I would recommend that you try a Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proof and maybe even the Jack Daniels bonded because most of the problems that whiskey enthusiasts have with old number seven mm -hmm. are fixed with proof. Sure. And uh, those products are probably also aged in an area of the warehouse where it gets a little bit more exposure to the wood. And so you're getting a more robust round flavor. Yep. And so I think that they do have some good products for people to check out. Yeah. Number two on the list is the good old Woodford Reserve. And so when you think about such a state, again, another staple name that you, you hear of, you see it at stores and uh, so what is it about that, Randy, that you think people overlook it? There's a few things. I think that it's kind of got some of the same problems as the other like super available whiskeys. Like when you go to a bar, every bar is going to have Jim and Jack, mm -hmm. right? And if they have a premium, it's usually Woodford. Right, yeah. And so there's kind of this guilt by association thing going on that Woodford may not be that great because it's available everywhere and it's always found with these cheaper, lower level products. Yeah. And another thing is that unlike some of the bigger brands, they don't have any kind of special or allocated releases. So there's no you know, fear of missing out. So there's Again, not that hype around that type of product. Yeah, when you think about a, a company like Buffalo Trace, yeah. virtually every single downline that they have has a premium version and it's upline that's made out of the same whiskey. Mm -hmm. And Woodford Reserve really never did that, right? So it, there is kind of this crossover FOMO that happens and Woodford's never really taken advantage of it. Mm. Well, I mean, let's move on to why it's actually good. Okay. Right? Because we've, we've kind of dismissed some of the, the thoughts, the theories, the myths and things like that that lead people away from it. But the reasons that you should absolutely consider it and the reasons on this list is it's a quality price. When you think of what you get in the product, again, not too different from a a quality you know jack daniels product you got a, a great a great price point mm -hmm. and you also find it anywhere right i mean like i said when you're on an airplane they're gonna have it when you're at a bar a restaurant or any liquor store you're gonna be able to walk in and find a woodford reserve yeah so i wouldn't stub my nose at woodford reserve no and i drink it quite frequently yeah especially when i'm in the first class on a flight because that's the one that they always have yeah all right so number three is jw dant and this one's pretty easy to figure out why it's overlooked. It's not sold very many places outside of Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, I would say I've overlooked it a lot because I live in Texas and I can't find it anywhere. Right, so I, I think they used to be distributed in other states and then because 
that product can be aged longer and be made into some of the more valuable premium brands. They stop producing as much of it. They still sell it in Kentucky. It is everywhere in Kentucky. So you can find it pretty much at every liquor store. Uh, the price point is around $13. Oh my gosh. Right? Man. So it's like super cheap. Um, but it's actually really good. Yeah. And it, it, it's a quality, well-made product, super high quality price ratio. And that's one that like anytime you go to Kentucky, I would say go ahead and pick you up a bottle of JW Dant. You're probably not gonna be, find it, be able to find it in your state. Uh, there's a little bit in like Indiana and some other states, but for the most part, it's all over in Kentucky. And whenever I do the list, I always get one or two mentions of JW Dant, um, but it doesn't get a ton of votes. And I think it's just because people don't know to pick it up when they're in Kentucky. Right, well, next time it's gonna be on my list. Yeah, it should be. Number four is one of my favorite distilleries and product lines uh, of, of all time, near and dear to my heart, the Jim Beam family mm -hmm. and what they're doing over there uh, in Kentucky. There are so many great products. Obviously, you know I'm a, I'm a uh, Knob Creek fan and uh, you've heard me rant and rave about that, but the Black Label is a good shelf available product that you'll see at any store and it's absolutely worth the pickup. What do you, why do you think that people overlook Jim Beam Black Label? Well, I think it's, I think it gets that association, guilty by association yeah. kind of vibe. Um, thank God that my, uh, my uh, love for Jim Beam wasn't tarnished in my college days where I <laughs> tried to, for whatever reason, I think it was a dare, chug a fifth of Jim Beam White Label um, and um, immediately regretted it. And so... Um, Maybe that's why I actually love Jim Beam so much. Right. It just got into my pores so bad from <laughs> alcohol poisoning that it just said, we're not leaving you. But I think that that's part of the problem. They see the black label and they think it's just a fancier version of the white label stuff. And so they're like, yeah, we're going to write that off. Right. Um, also, the proof is a little bit low for like the serious enthusiasts, like the high proofers that we are. It's an 86 proof. Mm -hmm. um, but still, the flavors are there. So I think it's definitely worth picking up and having on the list. You know, when you consider the bump in the proof because the white label's 80 and the black label's 86 and the age, it's kind of a steal. Yeah. And I feel like people, you know, overlook it and don't put it on their list, but it's something that you might want to pick up and have a pour of. Hey, Bourbon Real Talk, Randy Sullivan here with some very exciting news. We have new merch just in for all of your whiskey aficionado needs. We have Glenn Travel Cases. Now, these were custom designed. Uh, Lindsay had to work this out with the manufacturer to get them just the right size. There are two different sizes. You can buy them empty without the glasses in them. They're $28 a piece. Or you can buy them with Bourbon Real Talk Official full-size Glens. But there's more. We also have the Wee Glen size. And these are perfect for when you're going to a bottle share or you're traveling, you want to throw something in your suitcase. So that's very exciting. So with the Glens, they're going to be 48. Without the Glens, they're going to be 28 because I know a lot of you already have glasses. And do not worry, the standard Glencairn size glasses fit in both the full size and the Wee. In addition to that, we have finally gotten in our Glen toppers. So if you've ever been to a bottle share and you are walking around and talking with people, especially if you've purchased one of our lanyards, you're gonna want one of these bad boys. It's got a little rubber gasket on it. If you are setting up for a tasting and people are going to be coming over later, this is very convenient to keep things out of the whiskey so that you can pre-pour, but it also keeps you from spilling in public. So go check that out as well. And for those of you who do not like to drink your whiskey neat, you like to drink out of a rocks glass? We now have Bourbon Real Talk Official etched 
Rocks Glasses for You, available on the website. And I mean, I know that you love number five. I'm gonna let you do the talking on that one because number five coming in with the Bakers, I know that that's uh, near and dear to your heart as well. You're, it, a, you're a big Bakers fan. It is, I do love Bakers. Um, it gets overlooked, I think, because it is Jim Beam's uh, small batch series. Uh, there's some other heavy hitters in there yeah. and the prices are a little bit better. So it's gotten obscured by the success of the other brands that are around it. Right. And, you know, that's a little bit disappointing because it's amazing whiskey and at a pretty good price. Yeah. Another thing is in 2019, they kind of rebranded mm. and they went from being the small batch to make it a single barrel. Yeah. Um, and along with that came a mi massive price increase. Right. right. So I think that they started to realize that their whiskey was worth more money than they were able to charge for it. Uh, under the current branding. So they rebranded into this packaging and it's kind of interesting, you know, obviously single barrels have a little bit more appeal to the whiskey nerds. So maybe they're going to be willing to pay, yeah. you know, a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think that this is one that, you know, the maturation process, you get to see the variance from barrel to barrel. So there's mm -hmm. a little bit of appeal there. And then at 107 proof, yeah. it's solid. Yeah, I mean, 107 proof um, is 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 worth the chase in itself. Uh, the value for a single barrel at its age and the proof, I mean, it's definitely one that should not be overlooked. Awesome. And number six, I have right here, Maker's Mark. Um, and for being such an iconic bottle with the dripping red wax, believe it or not, it is still overlooked on a lot of ten, top 10 lists. Sure. So widely available, like a lot of these other products, that it kind of just blends in from time to time, even though it does have that iconic bottle. Yeah, and I think that Maker's Mark is also plagued with the same problem that Woodford has yeah. in that they haven't had a lot of allocated special releases, so they don't have the crossover FOMO. It's not like Maker's Mark has a, you know, 17-year age stated special release that they did yeah. that no one could get. And they're like, well, I'll buy the regular Maker's Mark because I can't find it. And so I think that that might have been a mistake on their part. Of course, you know, they're everywhere, so it's not like they're hurting for sales. But in terms of why it gets left off the list, I think that that's probably part of the issue. Yeah, and I think uh, also you've got this consistent that you're hearing with a lot of these brands is this this preconceived, like this ingrained in your mind from back in the day thought of some of these brands and Maker's Mark fits right in there with it's just a basic your dad's your old dad's old cheap whiskey sure right and so but now uh, they have some higher proof offers right and so that's i think that's what changes it and that's why it's on our list is because it is an actually great product and considering some of the newer offerings that they have that have been coming out like this 101 and the cast strength stuff i mean it's absolutely a, a great pour yeah it's a high quality price ratio another thing to consider is it's a a, a weeded bourbon yeah and so most bourbons are, their flavor grain is rye, but the most popular bourbon, which would be Pappy Van Winkle, um, is, a, is a weeded bourbon. And Pappy Van Winkle consulted with uh, Bill Samuels, who created the brand, to help him come up with his wheat-based mash bill. Sure. And so it is a easy-to-find weeded bourbon. Uh, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. Now that they have the 101 and the cash strength, they're full flavored, and I fully recommend them. Absolutely. Number seven is another one, obviously, that's coming out of Kentucky strong, and it's that Heaven Hill Distillery bringing us the Larceny. 
Larceny. Um, I, you you hear the barrel proof stuff, they'll get thrown on a list, or you'll hear you know some of the uh, the private barrel stuff that they have, but. The Larceny Pour is definitely overlooked and overshadowed by these other Heaven Hill products like the the old Fitz and the even Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond for that matter. Some of those right. higher premium stuff. Just because the 92 proof of the of the Larceny is a little low for some enthusiasts. And so it just, they skip right over it. Right. And, and that's kind of an issue. And Heaven Hill has so many different brands and they make some other premium versions of the Larceny. But people don't have the the crossover appeal association mm-hmm. because they don't know that Old Fitzgerald is the same mash bill as Larceny. Yeah. So it, it's it's kind of like for a long time, E.H. Taylor's small batch was on the shelf. You could buy it. And the E.H. Taylor barrel proof became super popular. And once that started to disappear, people started buying the small batch because yep. they couldn't get the barrel proof. But because they don't share that name, there's no crossover appeal. So I think that's holding it back a little bit. But overall, the Larceny has a really high quality price ratio. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is only 92 proof, but that's enough. And, and at its price point, it's like, uh, you can't be mad at it. Yeah. And, and it's another easy to find affordable weeded bourbon. Right. Uh, a blend of six to 12 year barrels. So relatively good value there compared to the, the maker's mark four to seven year. Right. Um, and so both weeded bourbons, but you know, the, the yeah. Larceny, um, price point wise, they're pretty similar, but you're getting a lot more age with the Larceny. So I think it's a good value. Yeah. So all in all, if you are looking for something available, affordable to drink and want to get away from those typical top 10 list bourbons, then consider some of these seven that we've laid out here for you, for, for you today, because these are ones, again, that fall under the radar often because they, they blend in with the, the other bottom shelf available products. But to be honest with you, for a lot of us whiskey enthusiasts, these are stuff that we're drinking every day. Well, that about sums it up. Yeah. It's time to tell you about the show philosophy. We here at Bourbon Real Talk are about bringing people together around spirits. Boom. And that's something that's personally important to me because I did lose my brother to suicide in 2014. And in the aftermath of all of that, I was trying to find a way to help people to feel connected um, so that they didn't feel the way that my brother did whenever he made that decision. And I thought about suicide prevention speaking, and I looked into several different things. But it was during that time frame that I started to really see the connected power of whiskey as I got more involved in the whiskey enthusiast community. And that's part of the reason why I started this channel, because I figure if I get you connected to whiskey, the whiskey's going to do the rest and get you connected to others mm-hmm. so that you feel that sense of community and you know that there are people around you that care about you. Um, but in that process, I did get more involved in the enthusiast community, participating in other forums, and we saw a lot of bad stuff out there. Yeah, that's, behavior. that's why we started the Bourbon Real Talk community. Exactly. It's a safe place for you to come and be who you are, wherever you're at in your journey, whatever you like, wherever your palate enjoys. Uh, that's okay there. There's no whiskey trolls. No so. whiskey trolls. And those trolls in, in other forums, they were behaving badly. Mm-hmm. And I saw them showing hate to strangers online for whatever reason, whatever motivated them. But it did make me realize that if they can hate a stranger online, there's nothing that prevents us from loving a stranger online. And that's why we end every show the same way, and that's this. If you woke up this morning and you're unsure whether or not anyone loved you, just know that we, we love, love you. you. 
We'll see you next time on Bourbon Real Talk. Cheers. Don't pull so ass. You know you're old and you need to stretch before doing a video. Right? We're just talking. To be honest. We're doing physical activity. To be honest, I should stretch before I go to bed. I'm not going to lie. I wake up injured sometimes. So. Yeah, hook me up. We're going to do a blend. Be great. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. I just made a four grain. What? Just made a four grain on a Tuesday. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> it's fancy. Okay. Well, that about some. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Cool. A whiskey troll is a person who seeks negative attention and uses contrarian attitudes to derail civil discussion in online forums. They communicate in ways they never would face to face because they're keyboard warriors. Their only goal is to make other people feel inferior. Hey guys, I'm new here. I just got my first Blanton's. And trust me, you probably paid way too much. I don't care much about the Blanton's, but nice <laughs> There's no way that she didn't buy that at secondary, idiot. Oh, I know how you got that bottle. So, are you sick and tired of the whiskey trolls running your fun online? Well, that's why we started Bourbon Real Talk Community. Congratulations. Let me know what you think when you open it up. Hey, welcome to the group. Let me send you over a sample of Blanton's Gold and straight from the barrel. See how you like those. I remember back to my first bottle of Blanton's. It was the birthday to my son, and we enjoy it every year on his birthday. Congrats. So if you're looking to connect with some people online who aren't head over to facebook.com and join Bourbon Real Talk community today.